Today's episode is brought to you by the NBA Store. A new year brings the start of a new NBA season. Suit up with the latest gear to show your support for your team. We may be sidelined from going to the arena, but that doesn't mean you can't watch basketball from your couch in style. We are teaming up with the NBA and Podgo to bring our listeners up to 75% off on select items. Yes, you heard that right. Go to podco slash NBA. That's P-O-D-G-O dot C-O slash N-B-A for up to 75% off select items from the NBA store. The NBA, where amazing happens. Okay, welcome to another episode of the so-called Oreos podcast, the podcast where we discuss all the awkwardness, hardship, and hilarity that comes along with society labeling you white on the inside and black on the outside, also known as an Oreo. I'm one of your hosts, Amari Pollard, here with... Kia Swinton. Janae Price. <laughs> no, Janae. <laughs> I'm sorry. I was like, should I say my last name today or should I not? You sound like you're dying. It probably sums up the day she's having, like starts off and then just. mm. Yeah. 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 I mean, speaking of days, how's how's everyone doing? It's snowing way too much, like way too much. Like it's almost to my hip. Wow. (laughs) Yes. That's how much it's snowing. It's a nor'easter, man. It's a nor'easter. I've never seen this much snow since I've like lived here. I don't think. Oh, actually, I can't remember because I've been here for like eighteen years. I was years, like, have like... you been in New Jersey your whole life? <laughs> well, my whole life, but I meant like in the mountains, like where my parents live, like eighteen years. But I don't know. I just feel like it hasn't been this much. It's very pretty. Like it looks like a movie outside, but then also I'm like, I want winter be- to be over. But besides that, I'm feeling good things for Aquarius season. So that's how I'm doing. I'm feeling very like in between about the weather right now. Like on one hand, I'm happy it's snowing because I like snow. I've always liked snow. But on the other hand, I'm realizing how confining all this snow is here, like in Brooklyn, New York, where it's kind of like in my parents' neighborhood, it's like I can still go outside for a walk or I have a car so I can drive somewhere here. It's like, guess I'm staying in this small apartment. (laughs) yeah so it's it's very um confining and a little sad i haven't been outside in some days so (laughs) i feel it i'm just kind of upset not that i don't love being with my parents but i had planned to go back to north carolina this weekend oh yeah i i didn't because my friend in north carolina said that they were expecting bad weather and you know people down south can't drive so she advise I stay home so I did and then I just keep on watching the weather and even though it's getting better down south it's getting worse up here so my trip is pushed back until this upcoming weekend but I don't know about you guys you already know me and how I am with time but but I have such bad anxiety around scheduling things that if I have it in my mind to be somewhere on a certain date and I'm not there it just messes me up so I think I'm just kind of off balance this this week. I completely get that. So guys, I know we mention this every week, but just wanted to say it again. Uh, we have a Patreon where you can support us. You can get access to 
our Discord channel and talk to us even more. Uh, and we also have merch, so don't forget to buy that. It's actually really nice, guys. Um, we all have some, and we love seeing our listeners show us uh, their purchases. And then also socials. So follow follow us at uh, So Called Oreos on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook. We don't have a LinkedIn, but if we had a LinkedIn, you could follow us there. Um, everywhere. Um, but yeah, as you guys already know, you're listening during February. It is Black History Month, and on cue, it seems like we just want to talk about how all the editors seem to come out of the woodworks during this month to ask for requests. And they don't do it in a way where it's not obvious. They're just like, hey, Black person, write for me now. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's so funny because people are literally waiting to like January 31st or February 1st to do it. And it's like, wow, you guys are literally waiting to the last minute to just reach out. I think that's so funny because I'm like, it takes time to like prep content and make content. I don't know why you're just like doing this late, but okay. Yeah. Deadass got an email on January 30th saying, Hey girl, it's been so long. How are you? You should totally write for my website. Let's work together. And I'm like, bitch. <laughs> Do you think I was born yesterday? Do you think I am stupid? And I will say, I replied basically saying, I'm booked and busy, but maybe some other time. She didn't respond. Of course she didn't. Of I'm course not, like, because she knows. She only needs you for February 1 to February 28th. That's all. We don't need you anymore. <laughs> yeah. Or also when racist things happen in the u.s and they're like oh we need to write all these think pieces from the black perspective and then they hit you up too mm-hmm. yeah you guys might get like the one year anniversary of george floyd you might get like hit up there but then like i don't know about the rest of the year or like if a famous black yeah. person died i know when aretha died i actually i had the day off of work and then i like checked my email the next day and i had two different people hit me up like what was your connection with aretha i don't know if you're in the office that was such today. an awkward <laughs> such an awkward question such an awkward question were you re- that's basically asking <laughs> like that's like were you related to aretha like Really? I, I was just astounded because I was like, wow, I'm so happy I wasn't in the office that day for you guys to be on your bullshit. I like responding with like making people uncomfortable. So I was just been like, who is that? <laughs> I've never heard of her. I've never heard of Aretha Franklin, you say? Aretha Franklin. <laughs> I don't know what I just like, <laughs> I don't know. Just make them uncomfortable. Now they look stupid. Like just put it on them that's what i like to do it's weird act right people honestly and it's really not that hard and yeah like i got an email from an editor essentially just asking me not even for new stuff but just to update the thing that i had written last year for black history month and i was i mean it's still history what's the update well because (laughs) so much had happened over the summer that they felt it was necessary for me to up, update it with what had what had happened. Update um, cops are racist and still killing <laughs> us. It's sad and annoying. Um, Kia, what what tell us about this week in Black History? <laughs> this week in Black History on. <laughs> 
February 12, 1865, Henry Highland Garnett became the first Black person to speak in the Capitol when he delivered a memorial sermon on the abolition of slavery at services in the House of Representatives. Garnett was born a slave and escaped in 1824 to New York. He joined the Anti-Slavery Society and became one of the organization's leading lecturers, but was disowned when he called upon slaves to murder their masters. On February 13th, 1970, the New York Stock Exchange admitted its first Black member, Joseph Searles. I don't know if I said that right, but, you know, that's that's this week in Black History. Happy Black History Month. Oh, also check out our socials where uh, Amari is creating all these um, graphics for a uh, different Black History fact each day of the month. So check it out on all I our mean- socials. Inspired by Kia taking the time each week to talk about this week in Black history, just an extension of that. We're using the hashtag what I learned today. So if you come across any interesting facts on social media, use that hashtag so we can create a digital um, archive of just interesting Black historical facts. Um, Also still still stuck on (laughs) on Henry Highland Garnett and selling them to kill the master. (laughs) Yo, he not to laugh, but that was funny. I'm sorry. No, he's that's great because I feel like every time and you know what? This is why this isn't popular history. And this is why this isn't something that they taught us in school, because every single solitary time you're taught about, you know, a figure in school, it's like they wanted peace in harmony they stood their ground and they asked for peace not this guy be like kill him kill him dead. <laughs> i love it and you I know stand. what that's not even like a crazy um request it's not like it's like if someone was enslaving you and like treating you like absolute shit and like raping also murdering people. Murder people like so much and selling you for like 10 cents it's treating like, you yeah. like a literal piece of livestock like kill him and they're like, killing is too much. It's like, what? What do you mean it's too much? That's wild. <laughs> like, and Literally. I feel like if you said that now, like people would look at you crazy. It's like, but we're not going to hold the same white people accountable or like the descendants of those slave owners. It's just like, I don't know. People are so weird. It's all. It's like they always want the oppressed to be like the one that acts right, but like never expect the oppressor to like act right. It's just like, that's just how they are. My favorite is when people are like, oh yes, you can achieve it through as you both said, peace. When has anything ever gotten done in the world through peaceful, like, there's, it's it's like war. It's, yeah. It literally doesn't make sense. It's like why Colin Kaepernick doesn't have a job. I wish this was a happier note, but for Black professionals we love this week, I want to highlight Cicely Tyson, uh, who hopefully all y'all know (laughs) if you're listening who that is, Um, but a pioneer and icon. We lost her um, recently at the age of 96. Um, I think we can all agree that she was one of those actresses that we just thought would live forever. Um, And, you know, rather than go through the laundry list of things that she, the remarkable accomplishments she achieved during her lifetime. I just want to highlight my personal introduction to Cicely Tyson um, and what seeing her on screen for the first time did for me at 10 years old. So I saw her first performance of hers in the 2000 film Because of Winn-Dixie. I don't know if y'all y'all watched that. Um, it's based off of the novel, but she played a blind recovering alcoholic named Gloria Dump, which is just a really unfortunate name. Um, and she was kind of cast aside in her neighborhood and seen as like a witch of sorts. Um, but she ends up 
befriending the main character and they have this nice relationship. Um, but I just remember every scene she had in that film made me cry. I was just like a 10 year old crying at the screen. And I just thought um, her talent was obvious and amazing. And I felt such energy from her through the screen. And I think that's um, a part of what drew people to her generally throughout her career. And I also kind of wanted her to be my grandma. Um, and like, obviously she was, you know, greater and more influential than that particular film. Um, but that's just how I met her. And I, I remember seeing her on film for the first time and that, that memory stuck with me. Um, I still like, as an adult, sometimes I'll, I'll show up when I'm home on cable and I'll have to skip through some of her parts because it still makes me cry. Um, so yeah, so rest in peace, Cicely. Uh, she, she had an incredible life. Okay, so on to this week's discussion. We are talking about The Nice Guy. Um, you may have heard of him. Uh, so The Nice Guy is an informal term commonly used with either a literal or sarcastic meaning for a man, often a young adult. Um, in the literal, literal sense, the term describes a man who is agreeable, gentle, compassionate, yada, yada, yada. Um, the term is used both positively and, positively and negatively, though. Um, when used negatively, a uh, nice guy implies a male who is unassertive or otherwise non-masculine. Um, the opposite of genuine nice guy is commonly described as a jerk, a term for a mean, selfish, and uncaring person. Um, so uh, also we love an urban dictionary definition and urban dictionary defines a nice guy um, as a, they say men or women who believe basic social expectations are currency for sex, um, which I think is, oh, you find, I think people use that definition for a nice guy a lot um, or, or it's implied. So what do, what do we all think about those definitions? I did think, as, and I forgot to write this down, but as soon as we were, you know, coming up with this idea on the outline, I started thinking about the female definition of a nice guy. And while a woman could be a nice guy, have you guys ever heard of like a pick me? Yes. Can you so give an example of I, a pick me for people who don't know? Yes. A pick-me is a girl who's like, mm, I'll wash dishes, I'll cook food, I drink beer, and I like football. How could you not want to be with a girl like me? She's the classic kind of cool girl trope that likes to kind of uh, degrade other women who don't like doing things that men classically like women to do for them. Um, and it was a little bit of a, I don't know if it was a trend, but I saw a lot of uh, videos on social media for a little while where it was like girls would kind of list all of their positive attributes. Um, and I watched like an entire YouTube video <laughs> dissecting a pick me, but that definitely came to mind. Wow, when you were talking about I am so dumb. Why? me. Yeah. Oh, you thought I was pick saying me. like pick me? No, I knew what you were saying, but I didn't like like pick me. I'm the uh, yeah, perfect I didn't, boyfriend I didn't and like girlfriend. Me. I just thought it was a made up. <laughs> no, it's a pick. And that's interesting, Janae, because I've heard pick me before and I've seen it on like social media. But I always equip like pick me to like hoteps, where it's like you know the the pick me's are always like going with the hoteps or always agreeing with the hoteps because they want to be like, see, I agree with you. Like that type of thing. Like they're kind of combined um, in that sense. But I never thought of it as like the girl version of a nice guy, which when you put it like that, I'm like, oh, that makes a lot of sense. But it, I always thought that too, like with like the terms, because I'm like, but do women like go around saying like, because I do the bare minimum, you should 
be with me like i'm nice to you fuck but me i don't think I don't it's I, I don't think it's i think it's more so the opposite um not that i do the bare minimum but because i do so much oh yeah. so well that i should be chosen i think that's how it's how more so it's viewed so women are overachieving any even in the bad ways well it seems (laughs) (laughs) but if you think about the way like society kinds of sets women to be like society sets us up to be caretakers that we're supposed to take care of our parents we're supposed to take care of our husband we're supposed to take care of the kids we're supposed to take care of our friends we're supposed to take care of our husband's illegitimate children that too mm, that's a no for me that dog too. <laughs> but i think that's the way society sets us up to be caregivers so women of course even in the pick me sense are gonna be extra as hell they're like hyper caregivers and they brag about being caregivers damn we needed to start being like i breathe date me <laughs> that's what i'm gonna have to say but 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 i wonder i don't think i would necessarily classify myself as a pick me but i do think my younger self was very much of the sometimes I think like I wrote this down in the notes but I think like in college I never necessarily considered myself like a nice girl but I noticed people would label me as a nice girl and it was associated with this kind of like innocence and I noticed that that weirdly attracted some guys so I feel like sometimes I leaned into that a lot um in like this weird way I know what you're saying yeah and then as I've gotten older I feel like it's been the opposite where people will see me as being you know innocent or or you know virtuous or whatever and I can't get stuck out of that image in people's minds um and so they just don't want to give me a chance because they kind of see me as being too young and and you know um, they don't want to, what did this boy used to, he was, they don't want to taint you. Yes. They always used to say, I don't want to taint you. I feel like I'm, I feel like I'm, um, not tainting you. There's another word that was specifically used. Corrupting. Yes. I feel like I'm corrupting you. Yes. The that's today. Mm-hmm. <laughs> thank you for, I can't find my words. So thank you for finding them for me today. <laughs> yeah. That's, um, I've, yeah, I've definitely had that too. Um, when I when I automatically hear of nice guy, I think of like I guess the bad version because I think maybe because personal experience when guys have said like, but I'm a nice guy and I deserve X, Y, and Z. So like for me, when we did like the social responses, I was a little surprised and we'll go into that like later. But I always thought like, oh, if someone says nice guy, I'm automatically like, ew like gross because it's like you're supposed to be nice that's like you know the bare minimum so that's just kind of my own bias when I hear that term nice guy but you know that's just me no I I get that and I think I feel bad because I think it's definitely very situational and for me personally one of my goals this year is to stop using generalizations as much as I do particularly towards men um not that they need like more kindness from me than they already get but um that's just like something I'm trying to work on so it's like I think it's one of those things where it's very situational and depends on the person um and because I have come across genuinely nice guys who didn't say that they were nice but were just doing nice things and I just didn't trust it because I'm like I don't know you like that why are you offering to help me move out my apartment and then after um being friends or getting to know them like oh this is actually just who they are as a person um but then you again you have other situations where you 
have people who present as being nice because they just want something from you or want to take advantage of you in some way. Uh, so I have definitely been on on both ends of the spectrum or or I've thought that someone was a nice guy and then realized that just because someone's nice to you doesn't mean they're nice to someone else and have found out retrospectively things that they have done to other people. Um, and then I'm like, oh, this whole time, this whole time I was feeling like shit because I tossed that person aside. Turns out they're not that great of a person. Oh, your intuition was right. I feel like for nice guys, you always find nice guys. You always find out like at the end if they're really nice, like when you um, turn them down, like how they react. That's how you know if they're really nice or not. I, th- I think with the nice guy conversation, it's really important to highlight that we're not saying nice guys are bad. We're saying that there is a certain type of man out there who would verbally characterize himself as a nice guy, but do trident layers worth of fuck shit. And then once you call him on it, he says, but I'm a nice guy. So I'm a nice guy. And it's like, not no. the trident layers. <laughs> <laughs> and it's like, no, you're not a nice guy. You're, in, you're not. You're not at so, all. I think that's the definition of an incel. Um, and I, that's why I equate nice guys to incels. If you guys don't know what incel is, it's involuntarily celibate. Okay. But when I was working at Vice, they did that whole um, documentary on incels and I became obsessed. I was like, this is so interesting. Oh my God. They have like a whole, like, like characters with, with incels. Like there's a Stacy. Stacy and I think it's Chad or Brad. Chad, it's, it's Chad. It's Chad, a Chad, Chad. A Chad. But wait, you, yeah. you have to you have to describe, break down exactly what okay, an okay. incel is, what an involuntary celibate is, and all the stuff. Okay, so incel is basically like someone who doesn't really have a life. They just are on the computer all day playing video games. They're not really social, and they believe because they're not jerks that they deserve like women and like relationships and sex. But they don't do anything to like actually get that. And they're actually like you typically very sexist and like racist actually. Um, and they have like this whole forum where like if you're Stacy, you're like the blonde bimbo, and you just like deserve bad to get like like raped and shit because you're going after like the brads and the chads and then the brad and the chad is like the super muscular like athlete dickhead and then there's like another girl i forget the other girls but she's like the nerdy girl and like they don't really want her but like that's who they're like they'll end up with it's like a whole big thing but basically it's like this whole community where they are kind of like sick in the head because they really don't have social skills and they just like spend all day saying terrible things on the internet and they still think they deserve this and it's to the point where it's like very it's interesting to me that people could be like kind of this sick in the head but like they've done stuff where like they'll harass people online and like I'm forgetting the guy who it was but he was part of this intel community and he like went up and like killed a couple girls because he was just like so mad at women that they wouldn't sleep with him he just like killed some random girls um so like yeah the intel is like super intense like for me I'm like I don't get how you can raise people like that. Like that's for me. I'm like, how do you not know your son is like that socially like off? Um, but yeah, I always equate that to Intel because Intel's always just like think like, oh, I, I don't do anything bad. So I deserve all this. But it's like you're not doing anything good. I find this so interesting because I am. This is not like to me, I understand. I can understand the certain similarities that that overlap 
but to me incel is just like on a different spectrum version yeah yeah i mean can in anything can you really trust someone that characterizes themselves a certain way using that to other people like i just don't like sometimes when people like oh like i hate drama x y and z like do you really hate drama like can you like no one hates drama that's also a lie shut up Amari, when I when I think of an incel, I think of I was watching um, like it was a debate where it was like incels talk to women or something like this. And one guy, his viewpoint was basically that incels are nice guys. They're your average Joe. But they constantly get turned down because women have too many rights in society, because women have become these selfish, materialistic zombies who only want Brad's and Chad's who are muscular, universally attractive guys. So they're basically saying that women are crappy and terrible we, the average Joe is the nice guy who deserves everything but gets passed up. That's basically like what the guy was saying. And then on top of that, there's like a sect of these incels who work out and do all this extra stuff to become chads, but they're still low key incels. Like, and that's where you get tons of pickup artists and all this other stuff that are like on social media that have these huge followings and they're just like assholes. They started off as incels and then became chads, but they still have incel tendencies. It's like a whole undercrust of the internet type shit. Really. It's so interesting. No, I, I like, I, everything you said makes sense and I under I think I've just never I I understand like incels have the nice guy tendency or whatever like the characterization I've just never I think I've never even it's like yeah or it's just like nice guys over here incels over here when I'm talking about nice guys I'm just talking about the middle of the road people because I can't even I don't know what the, like the incel shit's just like on another level I think because I've been so invested in the incel stuff that's why I like equated to that kind of I don't know it was a whole year where I was like oh my god it's like that's <laughs> some, some weird thing to be obsessed I don't know I get these weird things like the tiktok hype house I was like so invested in it for like three days and I just like researched all of them I was like oh my god this is a wild concept not that I follow them or like like these people but I just think it's so interesting like that part of society does that but but yeah that's kind of my take on nice guys so I guess I'm on the extreme version which is why I have a different mindset of this. I think a lot of kind of my thought about nice guy rhetoric kind of comes in with online dating I think a lot of the times and, and I've talked to you guys in length about this how with online dating a lot of the time I'll be attracted to one type of guy and then the classic nice guy or the the dudes that are typically attracted to me they're guys that I don't find as attractive on the nose but I typically match with them because I'm feeling sad or because they said something about anime in their profile so I'm just like let's do it why not then of course the nice guy is the one who is constantly talking to me and 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 keeping up conversation and just being hella persistent and then I find myself in this situation where it's like I gotta shoot the nice guy down because I wasn't even interested in him in the first place but when you think about online dating in general, you don't know any of these people. So the guys that you think are nice guys, you don't know them. They could be assholes. And I've experienced that so many times. Yeah. And that's like, 
um you're not like no one's entitled to something online too or just in general like you said but I think like society makes you kind of like feel bad for like turning down the nice guy because it's like well girls just want you know a guy to like that has money and like is nice and it's like yeah but why is that all the only thing we get to have like I want so many um characteristics of a partner like why can't I have an attractive partner like I feel like people will try to make you feel bad for like wanting an attractive partner it's like no I think I'm attractive so I also want an attractive partner I just don't want him to be nice I just it's, like that's a bare minimum <laughs> it's funny but because I think also do you notice like the underlying theme that it's assumed that the nice guy is also the ugly one or the one that you're not attractive to because I've come I've come I because I've had a a lot of the nice guys I have turned down have actually been people that I find attractive or that, you know, ha- have the things that I should, you know, want. Not that just they're nice, but, you know, they treat me right or X, Y, and Z. I'm just a masochistic kind of person. And I'm like, oh, you like me. I can't deal with this. Let me go find the guy who doesn't answer my texts. I can't tell if he likes me or not. Um, and it hurts. So I'm going to do that. But that's like, at I'm, least you're I'm, I'm honest, Amari. So like that. At least you're honest. <laughs> yeah, at least you're honest. Um, I've never been in that situation. So I always think that's so interesting when people are like, I want to go for the guy that doesn't text me back or something. Because I never seek that out. And honestly, I have like a very short um, attention span when it comes to that. So I don't, I'm not going to talk to you if you do that, to be honest. Um, but yeah, typically... Okay, this might sound mean, but I do think the nice guy like maybe feels like they have to be nice because they're lacking in the attractiveness area. I don't know. That could be a theory. Um, But I think typically when people think of nice guys, they're not like the Chatterbrads. Like they're not like the Tens or like the Michael B. Jordans and stuff like that. Um, But I think people make women feel bad for that. Oh, what were you saying? Do you want to date the Ten? No, because I don't don't actually have a desire to date date at least a seven. I don't want to date a four or five like I'm sorry I don't I don't I feel like society makes you feel bad for saying you want someone attractive and if it's like if I think I'm in that range that's the range that I also would like I'm not saying it's the like it's the only thing and it's you know the end all be all I'm not asking for 10 either I'm just asking for someone that I think is attractive I don't think it's I don't think it's I don't think there's anything wrong with wanting someone attractive I just think you know it's also what is attracted to you um and what are the nice I mean maybe maybe I'm already where the nice guys I've actually passed up on have been very attractive people I just haven't been I just didn't feel for them what I wanted to out of a potential partner I can 100% say that I would love to be in a situation I am waiting for the nice guy who's really a nice guy and I find him attractive. And I and I'm not saying that he's not out there because I'm sure I know so many people who are in great fantastic loving relationships with a nice guy who's actually a nice guy and he's attractive. I personally haven't really found that yet. I'm waiting I feel like I rarely see that. Where are you guys finding yeah, this? Yeah, because I'm kind of like, there is a distinct and profound line with the guys who are attracted to me. But And, and I will preface this by completely saying that I have a problem with putting myself out there. So bar that, know that 100% yes. But the men who do approach me, there are two types. Attractive fuckboy 
who likes to play a cat and mouse game and messes with my heart and the not that attractive guy who's really cool and we have great conversation and is going after me but I just don't find him that physically attractive and I want to. And that's why I entertain him because I'm like, maybe if you go on a date with him, maybe if you FaceTime with him, maybe if you talk to him, you'll, you'll end up being like, yes, this is the guy. I just had to get over his lisp. I just had to get over, like, I don't know something. I I just had to get over it. And then I saw God in man form, you know what I mean? I don't know. I, I be doing this all the time. Listen, it can happen. I will say, like, I am notorious for, like, thinking someone's not that cute. And then within, like, weeks, I'm, like, all about them. Listen, they're still hitting that seven range. Okay. That's what I like. But, like, I'm not going – I'm sorry. I'm not going for the four. You're not going to change my mind. But if you're in that medium range, yeah, you can change it. Like, you can have attributes that make me – put you in a 10 spot and yeah I'm not looking for a 10 because that's annoying I don't want you on Instagram and like having thousands of followers and people like they're trapping over you I want no one to know who you are and I want you to be a little bit insecure so you don't really even know how great looking you are telling you that's the key the bitch bible she says it all the time I swear to god it works anyway (laughs) I said slight insecure not insecure slightly he doesn't know how good he is I do not think that's a bad thing I think on the nose it sounds like a bad thing on the nose (laughs) sounds like a very bad thing but I think I'm a gem because I'm slightly insecure I'm human bro but at the same time I'm thicker than a damn snicker and I'm cute and I'm funny and I'm smart but sometimes I look in the mirror and I say I look ugly today and that's what it only works on the girl's side though because guys are manipulative and do shit like they, they'll date omit that they date ugly girls so they can like manipulate them girls don't usually girls don't do, that. do that we just want you to be like listen i need you to know that i'm like here but like yes you can get someone else but like you're not gonna really think that because you don't think you're that great that sounded worse i'm not saying they're insecure <laughs> i'm just saying slight slight i'm telling you all it will work <laughs> I used to, my dumb ass, I think I was just really enamored by this person's looks. Y'all have both, I think I've seen Kia pictures. Janae has seen him in person, so she knows the effect. Um, But I used to love the fact that he was so anonymous on social media. um, And that he, but this is, I guess, his essential kind of like nice. I never, I never associated him as being a nice guy, but I always thought he was, more humble than he actually was and because he tried to pretend like he was you know I don't like I don't what you see about me I don't understand that or like what you think everyone looks at me like I don't I don't see the correlation I'm like bro you know what you look like and you know how people look at you which was confirmed in how the end of our how we ended um so I think those people too are people to to, to watch out for like the guy that will make you want to think he's a little bit insecure about himself but he does it just enough i guess to like manipulate you yeah there are listen yeah you don't want the tens like no one wants all that i'm not competing with you and i don't like people who are cocky that's such a turnoff and a lot of guys are cocky but it's like yeah i'm gonna need you to like tone that down i like also dating guys who have like a six-pack but they're still insecure and i'm like yes gotcha do not want a six-pack <laughs> i do not 
no, no, no. I don't want that, girl. I want and see. Mm -mm. This is the beauty about attraction and taste and all that great stuff. Because I feel like a lot of times, men and women, we do this to each other. We all put each other in these small categories and we're all like, oh, men only want mixed race chicks with big booties and curly hair. Not all men are like that. 98% are. I'm kidding. (laughs) (laughs) And dudes are like, girls only want rich guys. And I'm like, I don't want someone rich. I just want someone who's just as broke as I am. Oh, no. And I want. That's Janae. That's not me. (laughs) That's me. But you know what? I'm not really broke. Low key, high key, a bitch is building. Anyway, I don't want a guy with a six pack. I want a guy who's a little thick arms. Allow me. The only high expectation I have is for your personality, your face, um, and your goals. This got, those are, those are expectations. No, that's great. And listen, I think you should be able to ask for, I say this all the time, anything that you can bring to the table, that is fair to ask. So if you think you're a seven, eight, nine, or 10, you should be able to want a seven, eight, nine, or 10. But some people if be you, thinking too highly of themselves. Let's be honest. Yeah, that's true. That's true. You need to know some self-worth. If you're making 60 K a year, you can't be asking the Lord for a millionaire. Listen, that's not fair. I hope you the best and all your wishes that could happen. But I'm just saying it's not necessarily fair to be like, I want a rich dude and you working at McDonald's. Come on now. Like that, that goes both ways. And that's dudes acting like girls are mad because they never want to date a broke guy. Yeah. And keep it pushing. I'm not broke. I don't know what you want me to tell you. I'm not going to take care of you. Like, and that's okay. Like, I do think society with the whole nice guy thing does try to like, especially guys, like fuck boys usually try to make women feel bad for like not dating the broke guy, not dating the nice guy, not dating the fat guy. And it's like, if I'm not those things, that's not really fair for you to expect me. Like if I don't have kids, so I, I'm an asshole because I don't want to date someone that doesn't have kids. Like, it's kind of like that whole thing where I feel like it's all into that like nice guy mentality where it's like, but and then it's like guys want you to date them when they have like literally nothing to the table. And it's like you being nice is the bare minimum. <laughs> like, like this is very this is very true. And I will say I've dated the broke guy. I'm good. I've been the ride or die. Yeah, I'm good. I'm that. good. That's not happening. I'm over it. I'm pretty over it because I do feel like this is a conversation, especially within uh, black spaces where women are talking about their expectations and what they want. And men are kind of like, but would you date him if he was a janitor? No, nigga, like, keep it pushing. <laughs> <laughs> and I, I honestly, I don't, I do feel very like, split because one half of me is like all right well if you want to be the head chief of all the janitors and you still have goals and ex and and expectations all right maybe we can work with that if everything else aligns perfectly but on the other end i'm like i'm a college educated black woman who is doing certain things and wants certain things and expects certain things i'm just asking for what i can give and that's I'm, fair i'm not asking for the moon and i think some people sometimes assume that you're like, I honestly don't understand, maybe just because I don't know women like that who are purely out for other men's money. I don't know women like that. So I can't Same. speak to that. Um, I know some women like that exist. <laughs> but I think some people also mischaracterize that we just want money or that money is the only thing that people are supposed to bring to the table. And it's like, no, you don't need to make as much as I make. You don't have to reach a certain income. But I would like you to, like, you know, like, you could you could be our 
kids like child support like system you could be staying at home as long as you're contributing something to the upkeep of this family in some way where I don't feel like I'm carrying the whole load or something um it just yeah just it depends and it also depends on the person because I've also you know maybe maybe younger Amari was younger Amari actually was just a better version of who I am today um because she was just loving Oh, don't yeah. say that. No, not like in a not in a bad way. But I mean, like I've grown backwards. <laughs> I I mean in that she, I you know had a really big crush. I feel like I mentioned this before. I I can't remember what I've said on this podcast um, about this boy who I really liked, and he was tubby, and he wasn't the cutest. And I really liked him when he was tubby and not cute, and no one really was paying attention to him. And then when he got kind of hot. I didn't like him as much because he, you know, was onto cuter people than me. But I mean, so I think I definitely do think as a as an adult, I'm kind of like, I mean, I guess it's hard. You look at someone first and you you kind of characterize whether you think you could be attracted to them, whether you are attracted to them, whether you just want to get to know them. Um, and I do. I do think you can grow to like people and you like Kia said, like you can grow to be about a person. Um, but I guess it just depends on how much time you want to give it and who that person is. And I don't know. I do think another thing is it was still good, Amari. Um, (laughs) another thing that's important in like the nice guy conversation is like compatibility, which I learned the hard way, but I feel like, like younger, maybe younger me was like, oh, I should like this guy because he's nice, but it's like nice is the bare minimum again. And it's like, that doesn't mean you're compatible. Like, Yes, you could be nice. You could be taking me to dinners. You can give me gifts and you can do all that. But like, if I'm not feeling a connection and we're not compatible, we're just not compatible and that's okay. And I feel like guys have a hard time getting that compatibility aspect where they're just like, well, I did this for her. I, I got her gifts. I, I took her to dinner. I did all the stuff she dated me. And it's like, maybe there just isn't a connection there. And guys, I typically also feel like they maybe lack what a connection is or maybe because they're not as like emotionally intelligent with women who like connect with friends on a different level I feel like guys like they'll be I don't know if this has happened to you guys but I'll be on dates with guys and it'll be like struggling to get through it because like the conversation isn't good and I already know like this is not going to continue and they'll like respond like I had an amazing time you were awesome like let's hang out again and I'm like were we on the same date because like I didn't feel that way I don't know. I just feel like they they say that to try to get ass. Oh, maybe. Like, they ain't stupid. They ain't stupid. No, I think some of them are, Janae, actually. I think some of them. Yeah, I I actually do. Because there was one guy and he, like, kept trying. And, like, we didn't even kiss yet. So, I mean, he probably knew, like, that wasn't in the card soon. But do you, but, like, you, but have you ever been on, like, where you feel something towards maybe i just like unrequired love on my end but like you really <laughs> you, you really feel something and that person is just like not on the same level as you and you're like but how did how don't they feel that same way maybe that's like i think there are generally some people who maybe just gravitate towards you and see it a different way than you do but like they don't it doesn't what you feel what they feel does not correlate that's happened to me once and I was heartbroken. I'm not going to lie. Um, but it didn't happen like towards three months in. It didn't happen like on. I felt like we were on the same way place and I brought it up because I felt like he was moving off a little bit. And then he just like hit me with all the stuff he didn't like about me, which was rude. But um, 
that's happened to me once. I've low-key wanted someone to do that to me. Don't. It's actually heartbreaking. Just tell me. <laughs> Never. Just like, tell me. Again, I'm a masochist. You're a masochist. <laughs> yeah, you're a masochist, bro. Tell me no. what you don't like. <laughs> oh, it's so terrible. It's kind don't of like, I want it. I mean, as like uh, research, like the amount of guys I've tried to get to be honest with me about <laughs> whether they think I'm good and better or not, and so I can adjust. Because some people could be noticing something about you. Like, if they notice something about me that other people brought up to me, I want to address that, you know? I don't know. I feel like because this guy brought up things that it wasn't like, it was just about like about my personality he didn't like. But that doesn't mean like I should have changed that. It just, again, means we're not compatible, which he was too, too stupid to know. But he just like listed all like my personality traits and was like, this is why I don't like you, but you're awesome. I don't know. That was the search. Damn. Sometimes I wonder, honestly, if I'm a little bit of a a narcissist, because when people have given me feedback on my personality, I'm just kind of like, ha, (laughs) like there was one guy I was seeing uh, and he always mentioned how I sing to myself or make weird voices or make up words like he always kind of picked at it in a way where I could tell he didn't like it. And for me, it was like, I'm not changing. <laughs> this is me. Like, That was the right response, though, Janae. It's not like you were, like, picking your nose and eating it at dinner. Like, that's something like, okay, we could change. But, like, you know, you being funny and, like, that's how you do comedy. That's a huge part of who you are. So it's like, yeah, we're not compatible. I hate this thing when, like, people, like, try to end things with someone and they, like, are so mean about it and list terrible things about this person's personality. It was like we're just not compatible and that's okay. I'm not going to like list all the reasons why I your personality sucks. Yeah, I like, think that's, that's why- definitely kind of harsh. I wasn't thinking like someone was going to pick up on my personality, but if they're like, Amari, you're pretty judgmental and harsh. Valid point. I kind of am. I'm trying to work on it. Like that kind of stuff. But are you, Amari, I've known you for years. And are you? No. What? I, I've been no. told I'm like harsh and judgmental. And that that's, I think that's the point I was trying to make when he was saying something like that. Or someone was like, you kind of cry a lot. And I was like, <laughs> damn, I'm in touch with my emotions. That's the okay. Issue. You're not in touch with your emotions just because you're a cold zombie doesn't mean that I'm over emotional. No, nah, exactly. I'm in touch. Exactly. I'm like, and you might be not emotional enough for someone else. You know what I'm saying? Like it's, it's, it, it varies, but, oh, I want to hear your nice guy stories. Oh, I'll go. Yay. And this story actually involves Amari. Uh, So mm, where to start out? Basically, I met this guy. We'll call him Art Guy. Sure. I met him at a SZA concert years ago, and I was alone at that concert. And at the end of the concert, Uh, He came up to me and was basically like, wow, you look like you were having a great time all night. Where are your friends at? Because I was walking to the train alone. And he basically like was walking in the same direction. So he was basically like, I saw you. You seem like you were having a great time. Where are your homies at? Were you on drugs? And I was like, no, I was just having fun. I was just having a good time. I was supposed to go with people. They dipped at the last second. Here I am. So I know I love that. I want to be like that. Like, what? like how you like they dipped. I'm still going. I'm gonna be 
fun and like by myself like that's what level I want to be on one day listen it was SZA in like 2014 I could not and and tickets were cheap and I loved SZA and it was just like all right they dipped screw them I'm still gonna go this is too good of an opportunity uh to like pass up but anyway um So he told me on the walk that he had a girlfriend. He told me on the walk that he was an artist. We we were just talking back and forth. And him telling me that he had a girlfriend immediately made me like, oh, he's just being a nice guy. He's just being nice. We're networking because he's an artist. I'm a writer. I'm like, maybe one day. So we exchange like social media information, like uh, Snapchat, Instagram, stuff like that. Years go by um, and he occasionally would hit me up just to check in, see how I'm doing. Once again, thought this was a nice guy, pure intentions, just a connection. That's it. So more time goes by. I start working at a big media company. He hits me up on some like, I'm trying to get in to do some art for your media company. I would love to pick your brain. Let's go out. So I was like, okay, cool. Now, In the back of my mind, there was definitely a part of me that was like, this guy probably talked to you because he found you attractive. This guy is probably keeping tabs on you because he found you attractive. And that's why he's been maintaining y'all's relationship, acquaintanceship, whatever. But I was still kind of like, he didn't preface it in that way. He's never outwardly hit on me. So, Janae, give him the benefit of the doubt. He's a nice guy. So... We go on said outing. Turned out it was a complete date. (laughs) We went to the museum. Um, He was being very datey. Like, you know, you could tell when a guy likes you. You can tell when a guy's attracted to you. You can tell when a guy is not treating you as a friend. And that's how he was the entire time. The entire time I'm like inwardly sweating because I'm like, oh shit, like he he wants this to be more. Um, We go to dinner. By the end of the dinner, he basically tells me that he would love to date me, that he's been keeping tabs on me virtually for the past, I think, three or four years. Um, And that, you know, he would love, love, love for this to be more than a professional relationship. To where I'm like, oh, God. And on top of that, fun fact, art guy lived in like the same neighborhood as me. So it was a little uncomfortable when we were taking the train back and he was just getting very close to me. And I was in my head like, oh my God, oh my God, oh my God. How do I, how do I, how do I, how do I, how do I? So, you know, he walks me in our neighborhood and I basically tell him like, I'm not dating at the moment, this, that, and third. I did tell him about my long-term boo thing, who I was still emotionally caught up on. So I wasn't really interested in dating anyone else. Um, So he kind of got a little butthurt about it and did some non-nice guy, nice guy stuff and was like, is it because I'm dark skin? Is it because I'm this? Is it because I'm that? And I'm like, no, we're both black, so I don't... That's also hmm. offensive that he would, like, assume that, like, you know, that just says, like, he didn't know who you were because obviously you wouldn't be like, I'm not dating you because you're dark-skinned. Like, I don't know. I just feel like that's, like... Not to come to his... Because I also know this dude, but I I would never express that. But as a dark-skinned person, it is an insecurity sometimes when you do come across light-skinned people 
and you wonder if that's a factor because there are people where that is a factor. But again, to Kia's point, he didn't know you as a person. If he knew you as a person, he would know that wouldn't have been a factor. But yeah. we can't act like colorism doesn't play a factor into who we're attracted to and who we date. It, it, I'm not saying it doesn't, but don't, yeah, it's tacky to say that. Like, it's that's not going to put you in a good light. And then again, like, it's it's not going to put you in a good light with Janae because it's like, again, like, you don't, you clearly don't know who I am. So, like, you're giving me more reason to, like, shut you down. Like, and I can definitely piggyback on the insecurities thing. I think some of my insecurities are about my size and my height. And those are definitely things that I feel inwardly of, will this guy find me less attractive because I'm the same height as him? Will this guy find me less attractive because I'm curvy? But those aren't things that I say aloud because a part of me recognizes that that's my own insecurity that I need to try my hardest not to put on him. Um, but very, very valid point that like colorism is a thing. But I was like... I- I was I was taken aback. I was like, and I felt really bad for him in the moment because I was like, God, has that, is that something you've experienced before? And with you saying that, Amari, I'm sure it is, which is why he said that. But anyway, uh, so after that, we agreed to just be friends. I told him I was still going to try to get him on at my company, what have you. Maybe two months go by. And this is where Amari plays a role in the story. Two months go by and he invites me out to his art show. And I'm like, okay, cool. Love me some art. And it was Kanye West themed art before Kanye West was problematic. This was like in 2017, guys. <laughs> um, and I was like, all right, I'm going to invite two friends so he won't think that this is a date. So I invite Amari. I invite my other friend, Alexis. Shout out to her. Um, and it was a great night. It was so fun. It was a fun night. I was like, great. We're all friends. Nothing to it. I still did feel some energy from him, but I was like, I just rejected him like two months ago. Of course that's going to be there. So then like, what was it? The next day or, or two days later, he posts some art of Amari that he drew from a picture that was taken that night on like his timeline. And then he also hits Amari up and asks her to go on a date with him. Tacky, just solidified why your ass was not, oh, that makes me so mad, sorry. And I think what irked me the most, and I I will come clean and say that my anger wasn't 100% toward or for him, it was for someone else because there was another guy that I was talking to at that time who did something very similar where he and I were actually dating um, and he felt like things were getting too serious. So he called things off. And then a few months later started uh, DMing one of my friends trying to get at her. So this was happening at the same time of art guy hitting up Amari and guy I was dating, hitting up another one of my friends. So I kind of used some of my smoke for other guy towards art ho. And like was, <laughs> I was petty online. I hit him up and was like, you trying to fuck my friend? Um, like, I only know you because I know that he tried to get after you. So funny way to end the story. 
after that, he was basically like, I don't know what you're talking about. I thought I had a genuine connection with Amari and she's a dope chick, which she is a dope and amazing chick. But why do you think that she's dumb enough to date you when you literally were all up in my face less than like 30 days ago, less than 60 days ago? Why do you think why do you think she's dumb? She's a really, really smart girl and she doesn't deserve someone who's so flip floppy, so flim flammy, like the fuck. So anyway, to wrap up the story in a nice little nice guy bow, time went by. He acted dumb, like, I don't know what you're talking about. I don't know what you're talking about. Uh, and then I get a text from him randomly one night saying, mind you, he lives in my neighborhood, literally a few blocks over from me. He said that he lives with he lived with his parents at the time and he was saying that his parents basically kicked him out and he was asking if he could stay with me for the night and i was like no S- sorry but no and then he kind of was like an asshole about it and was like, I don't know what I did to you. I thought we were cool. I haven't been anything but good to you. And I was like, that doesn't mean you're staying at my place. The fuck. Exactly. Because I'm thinking about how like um, petty I would have been. And the audacity, my response would have been like, ask Amari. <laughs> that that would have been it. Ah, that's Patty P E to the T T Y. Um, I love that. But after that, like a few months went by after that, and we're still Facebook friends to this day. Uh, and I saw that he got a girlfriend on Facebook, liked it so fast. Like, <laughs> um, and then I ran into him at the grocery store. And bitch, I forgot what happened. I completely forgot. I saw him and I was like, Arho! I was like, oh my God, how you been? Like, I, just, I forgot about everything because I was so over it. And he just like glared at me like. Uh... And I was like, and it all just came flooding back to me. It all, everything came flooding back to me that I didn't give him shelter when he was in his storm and that I rejected him and then blacked on him for trying to hit on my friend. Like it all came back in that glare. I bet you he's dating a pick me. I bet you. Probably. Um, and he glared at me and I said, oh, mm, ah, and chucked my groceries out and left. And sometimes I see him skateboarding around the neighborhood. And that's my nice guy story. I think um, a huge point in that story is you always know if they're a nice guy by the way that they end because how they react. Um, and I had like a little, my craziest nice guy story was actually in college where it was a friend. We were friends for a while, but like I had, he was like hitting on my one friend. We all did radio together. He was hitting on my one friend and um, like he would always talk about my friend. So I'd be like, okay, he signed to me. And then like one day he like randomly started like giving me compliments and stuff. I remember one of the compliments, this is when I used to perm my hair. He was like, his hair looks so good permed. And now looking back, I'm like, that's very like white. <laughs> that's such a bad compliment. He he was white. Um, I Your hair looks so good when it's chemically yeah, processed. Yeah, I didn't, I was like 19 at the time. So 18, 19, so I didn't like put it together. And also like in the winter, I have like winter color. So like I look very much like with straight hair and like winter color, it looks like very like mixed. Um, 
even more than usual. Um, so I didn't put that together, but he would like just comment and stuff. And I was like, what's going on? Cause like we were friends for like a year or something. And then he like asked me out at, at, after like the radio station, like, and I was like, at first I said no, because I just like, I'm not interested, but then my friends, like friends I'm not friends with now, like made me feel bad about it. Like, he's a nice guy. He's a nice guy. I ask him like, say yeah so then I just like hit him up I was like oh actually I'm free lying which should have been the first like thing but we went on the date we didn't really have anything in common so I was like it's pretty obvious we don't have that much in common like he's not gonna ask me out again I was wrong he kept asking me out and I kept saying no and I'm like he'll eventually get the hint literally he never got the hint like I said no at least five more times and then it was Valentine's Day and he was like trying to hang out. I kept saying, no, I was like, oh, you can come to my dorm and hang out with my friends. Like if that's not the most friend zone thing to do in Valentine's Day. So he gets me like he asked my friend who didn't tell me this she, my about my favorite chocolate. He gets me a rose, my favorite chocolate. And again, I still brought him into my dorm and like hung out with my friends and like kind of like kicked him out. Like we did not hang out one on one. And so after that, I was just like, he's not getting the hint that I don't like him. So like I kind of just like said, like, oh, I don't think we have that much in common, whatever. I thought it was in that we're all friends. So this guy, like, so he's like friends with like two of my guy best friends and we would all do radio together. So like we would all just like go to the station every Wednesday, have a good time. It is what it is. So like the next week of radio, I see my friends like at this basketball game, which I thought was odd because I'm like, oh, we have to go to the radio station. Are you guys coming? So I don't know anything. I'm just like, okay, whatever. And they're like, yeah, we'll see you there. We'll see you there. So radio happens. None of my guy friends are there. And I'm like, that's odd. I don't know what's happening. So then my one friend who's like the sweetest person ever and like can't do anything wrong. He like calls me at the radio station, like on the radio line. And it's like, yeah, sorry, I can't make it. I have like a project or something. And I'm like, okay you're a bad liar, but whatever. So I just do my thing. And me and my friends are walking to my dorm after radio is gone. And mind you, my show was from 10 PM to 1 AM. So like no one's on campus at 1, 2 AM. So we're walking and we see some people and I'm like, who's out on campus at 2 AM? It's the guy rejected and my two friends. Like they had staged when I would come out from radio so they could see, like he can make a point that he didn't come to radio. And I was like, that's odd so I just like again like was kind of like unfazed I was just like hey guys what's up I'll see you later (laughs) like like nothing ever happened and so then like because my friends like are very sweet so they like had to kind of go with that guy because that was like their best friends but they like came clean the next day and was like yeah he like made he had this whole plan and he like wanted us not to go to make you feel really shitty and he posted on instagram at that like with them in the car to like make it seem like they had a life and they told me everything and i was just like that's a lot of energy just because i rejected you and I'm like, you're not a nice guy because who does all that? Like, I just thought that was insane. But that was like my college story where I was like, dudes are goofy. And then I dated his best friend for three years. <laughs> Kia, messy, messy. Not on purpose. But it just happened to be like that. Every time you guys hung out as a group, he'd have to go off in a corner and shed one little tear. Well, I actually, like, we stopped hanging out. He got a girlfriend who he's actually getting married to, um, like, this year or next year. And he told me about it. And he was like, yeah, I, th- I don't know if he was trying to make me jealous, but he was like, yeah, I met this girl and it's really great and awesome. And I was just like, sure, cool, because I was dating his best friend. Um, 
And yeah, but then he started coming out like some racist things. So like me and my boyfriend stopped hanging out with him. So yeah. Um, Amari, do you have any nice guy stories? Um, I mean, one of my nice guy stories is pretty traumatic. So I don't want to talk about that one. And I don't want to be like so extreme about it. Like, I mean, yeah. Um, I mean, I'm thinking like that might be like my only negative. Nice it seems like you have positive nice boy stories. Yeah. I mean, I've been lucky in that, but I think he kind of made up for it. I mean, I'll very lightly touch on it was when I moved to North Carolina, I was like on my, the guys I've been going with haven't been working for me. So like I might try the opposite extreme. Don't do that. So, you know, found the whitest boy ever um, who seemed pretty nice. He, we knew people. He was a writer. Um, I think I, I don't even, it was like a, it was, I, we met like, I think at the, the beginning of like a budding career or something like, I think Buzzfeed was working on a profile about him and his work and X, Y, and Z. And I think he kind of leaned into that a bit. So, and I, like an idiot, I think I kind of like, was like, Ooh, like he's someone important and he's nice. And like, he, he's about his shit and he's older. And, um, I, you know, I think he kind of maybe, I don't know, took advantage of that or whatever, got myself into a situation where I didn't know how to get out of, um, things got physical before I wanted them to. And I didn't, I, I don't know when things are happening. I'm really slow. If anyone knows me, it takes me a while to process what is happening in a moment. So like an idiot, I thought we're just going to watch a movie. That's what I thought. That's what I thought was going to happen. And as things are happening, I'm just like, I thought we were like, just like getting to know each other. Ah, um, turns out that he had been inappropriate with several women and the local newspaper did a story on him about sexual misconduct um so i didn't have what what came out against him wasn't not the situation that i particularly found myself in but i thought that was interesting that someone who presented as a very nice person about him doing what he needs to do that all that information about several women, like several women came to light. Um, Bro, so. that's wild. At least you found out though. Psychopath, 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 psychopath. He's a psychopath, psychopath. You didn't know why I was saying that? It's my psychopath song about psychopathic men. Oh, I love it. When is it debuting? Today. <laughs> on this podcast do we want to go into social responses now mm-hmm. or so twitter oh my god so proud of you guys we got 39 responses on our twitter poll so i tweeted do you think the nice guy exists and i honestly thought you guys were gonna say no um but i was wrong yes of course got 71.8 percent and no this is made up got 28.2 percent and i'll read some of the responses so Someone said the nice guy trope is not real. Nice people don't go around announcing they're nice. They just show you. She said they know they aren't nice, but are trying to convince themselves they are by repeating it. And anyone can say anything, but do they actually prove it? Someone else said nice guys exist, but the nice guy who is telling you he's nice isn't a nice guy lol this nice guy is probably nice because he's worked through a lot of his bs experience growth and doesn't want to play games they're out there 
well, sis, you know, when you find one, just at Kia Swin. Um, and here's the other responses. Let's see. I said Valentine's Day is coming up and we're prepping some juicy episodes for y'all we want to hear from you what does being a nice guy mean to you and someone said love this question nice guy means he's sincere and genuine he's transparent clear and honest about his intent and has respect for you we love to see it okay and someone said actually being a kind human being oh wait sorry actually being a kind human being not saying you're kind then doing fuck shit later (laughs) and the last one is i've always thought of nice guys as the ones i feel completely comfortable around like i can be around them and not feel like they're going to try and make any slick remarks to me at any point so that's what you guys said on twitter I think I do think uh, a lot of people also said yes who didn't necessarily fall in the yes or no but they they were like in between but just said yes that they they exist just because those were the two options um i think i might have said yes too even though i was like "Eh, i'm wishy-washy um (laughs) for instagram we asked uh like do you think the nice guy exists um and out of 37 participants 59 percent said yes and 41 percent said no um when i asked for like what does the nice guy mean to you? Someone said friend zone slash uh, friend zone slash bro nice, um, ulterior motive nice, or genuinely nice. So multiple uh, layers to that. I'm not going to pronounce this person's name right, but I think this person legit called out someone in their past and just put their name as the answer yes we love it that's what i'm assuming um i won't name them uh someone else said some genuinely kind someone genuinely kind has morals gentle easygoing and sensitive i guess that's me and it's hard uh it seems like you need to work through some stuff bro um amari also i looked up that guy he's an actor oh he's an actor yeah okay he's best known for playing black manta in the dc extended universe superhero film aquaman i don't know who that oh. is oh i love that guy he's gonna be in the, the upcoming um what's up candy man i like him oh well apparently he's a nice guy Wait, I don't know if that's good or bad. Oh, like, it, are, his char- are his characters nice guys? Or is like, he himself known as a nice Oh, wait. Guy? Actually, I don't know. You probably have to respond, <laughs> respond to her. Damn. I really wish it was... I, I really wish it was what I thought it was, that they were just calling someone out in their mind. Yeah, that sounds better. <laughs> From their past. Um, someone else said, someone genuine and caring who doesn't let ego take over his feelings. And the last response, which we all agree with, is nice guys don't call themselves nice. Hearing nice guys sounds like an alarm in my head. Amen. Amen. Nice guys definitely exist. Like, there are so many nice guys out there. Oh, for sure. It's just nice guys don't say after they get slighted, I'm a nice guy. (laughs) I think that's, that's, that's the big... Or even before they get slighted. Or even before they get slighted. I'm going to start saying that. Like me, because I'm a nice guy. I'm literally going to start just being like, because I'm nice, universe. I like to say because I'm black, and I can say that because it's Black History Month. Amen. Do we have anything for the shits or are we we canning the shits this week? 
we're canning the shits this week, but I will give you my shit sage wisdom of be kind to yourself, be kind to others, and know that you're that bitch. Yes. Hey, we love to hear Happy it. Valentine's Day, too. Okay. I don't know when this is coming out, but... I think it comes off the... I think it comes off the ninth. Okay, close enough. Yeah. Yeah. I'm actually low-key excited for Valentine's Day. Like... Hopefully by then I'll be back in my apartment. I'm excited to like walk around naked and drink my wine and like do my lady thing. I thought you were going to say, hopefully by then I'll be in a relationship. (laughs) And I was like, oh, (laughs) sis, we have like two weeks. (laughs) But no, that sounds good. That sounds good. Desperate. If I if I was desperate enough, I bet you I could buy myself in a relationship. Okay. But I don't want oh. it. I'm just ex- just. I'm just excited to be by myself and like watch all the romance movies and stuff. I did have a whole last moment where I realized that the next time I have male contact is it's it's going to be a while. It's a pandemic. I've given up on dating apps, so here we are. Yeah, I, I get that. It's gonna it's gonna be a while. I'm doing it's a spiritual a- um cleanse. I paid for it for this astrologer and it's supposed to attract better uh, quality romance. So me and my friend, we signed up for it and that's what I will be doing Valentine's Day. And I'm also going to be watching that movie Amari sent. I don't know what it's called. Namaste something. Oh, yes. We love to see an interracial relationship where whiteness is not centered. We're talking about that South Asian, that Nigerian love. We're talking about that Bollywood Nollywood crossover. I'm like, wait, I'm, very I'm trying to look up the movie. It's Netflix Indo Nigerian film Namaste Wahala. Well, I could have probably butchered that. Wait, is it out yet? Is it's it out yet? Or no, it comes out. on Valentine's Day. <gasps> oh my God, I'm going to watch it. Valentine's Day is going to be lit. It's going to be that. It's going to be to all the boys. Oh, yeah. I love before the third installment. And it's also going to be um, Marie and Malcolm. Malcolm. I won't be watching that one, but. Mm, and actually, one of one of my um, animes is coming this month too to Netflix, um, and it's a, a gay anime that I've watched mm. in the past, and they're making a movie for it. What's it called? Let me look real love quick. To see it. Take us out, Amari. <laughs> yeah, take us out. Okay, guys, thanks for staying with us, uh, and thanks for tuning into this week's episode. Uh, you can talk to us on all social media at oreos and you can email us at socalledoreos at gmail.com with any questions or feedback you have we always appreciate it you can listen to us anywhere you get podcasts and we would love love it if you could also rate subscribe and leave a review until next time bye. bye experience altitude adjustment a weekly podcast about people politics and professions it's built around user interaction so join the conversation by visiting the lion's den stl.wixsite.com forward slash home